Alright. Hey man. Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is. It's been a minute, but you know me, I'm Chris. I'm Derek. Alright, so we haven't recorded in a while. What, like probably like three or four months? Shit, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, we've been busy, man. We've been busy. We've but... been running around like chicken with our heads cut off, both on our own independent roads, but we knew eventually we would come back together and talk shit. Yeah. So uh, today's episode is a little different. Me and Derek honestly haven't seen each other really since the last time we podcasted, mm-hmm. um, besides like just catching each other out and about here and there, but uh, we're going to treat it kind of like a little uh, catch up. And then just uh, see where it goes from there. As a matter of fact, how about we call this season two? I know we were going to push for like 10 episodes in the first season, but it's been a hot minute. Season so. two. Season two. Um, so what's new, Derek? What's new in life, man? Shit. I've just been busy working, bouncing from state to state on different travels. Um outside of that a lot of college work um I quit vaping yeah yeah it's been uh, approximately 143 days are you substituting with anything or are you just fuck no I quit fucking cold turkey it was the most grueling task I've ever done in my life and I was like if I'm gonna quit then I'm gonna quit like a fucking boss yeah um and you want to talk about having withdrawal symptoms like uh, I I could never be a fucking crackhead, <laughs> could never be a fucking junkie dude because those withdrawal symptoms hit different. Hey, different. crackheads live forever. Though, bro. Exactly, they invincible. They're invincible. Um, finishing up my arm it took about five months to do this sleeve. It does look sick. Thank you, sir. Sick. I appreciate it. Um, outside of that, like just moving and not really having that moment to slow down and see the fucking trees grow yeah what what they what's it saying you gotta stop and smell the roses yeah i was trying to smell the roses but i was moving too fast to smell the motherfuckers (laughs) not many roses around here but yeah this is a fact nothing but trees what about you how are things going uh man things are going good um you know, I was in that course, that class I was taking, mm-hmm. pretty much all of April um, into May. Some good stuff. I had fun. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot about myself. Um, and it was just, it was good. It was good being around other people and like in the same boat. And, yeah. You know, but uh, other than that, uh, Got a few tattoos. Well, got a tattoo. Sorry, already had a few tattoos. Got a tattoo. Yeah, yours um, is pretty dope too. Yeah, hey, shout out to the homie, bro. Uh, the homie came through from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Right, he came to the house. Uh, real good homie of mine. We were in Korea together and stuff too. Okay. Uh, it was after you left, right? So he came. He came to Korea. We were there for a. Well, I was there for a whole year, and then he left shortly after me. He went to Kansas though. Um, so he's over there, but we visited each other, you know, like, I was supposed to go to his wedding, but we got snowed in over here, mm-hmm, I so I couldn't that. go, but, uh, so he came through for Memorial Day weekend, it was right after I finished that course, and, um, he's been tattooing for, like, the last six, seven months, he's always been an artist, but he started mm-hmm. getting into tattooing, 
Uh, he's been doing a whole bunch, and I always see him posting pictures and stuff. So I was like, hey, bro, you know, I'm going to need you to hook me up, da 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 mm-hmm. Just kind of messing with him. He was like, you know, when I go visit you for Memorial Day weekend, man, we'll do it. So him and his lovely wife came through. Uh, they came to hang out with me and the wife and the kiddo. And uh, we did, like, a little cookout. Okay. Um, we went to the pool, hung out. Right, and then fucking came back, and he was like, hey, bro, you still want to get tattered? I was like, I mean, you say less, bro. So, dude, like, I thought it was going to be, like, on the couch. I was just sitting there, like, some, some real ghetto shit, bro. But now, nah, like, you know, he had, like, a, a, a whole massage table, comfy massage table, right? Like, folds out. I was sitting there in my living room, like, watching TV, bro. He had, like, a little table with all the... T- it was way more professional than I thought, bro. You know, I live my life on the edge, so I was just going <laughs> to let him do it this with some... This is true. Like, I would have let him done it with some, like, homemade machine, bro. But, no, it was, like, it was legit. And uh, he, uh, he like, fucking opened the table up. I sat on the, the table, and he started going at it, bro. He had, like, everything, bro. Everything you could think of. He had. He even brought stress balls. He was like, you need a stress ball for you to, like, just hang out. Um... I did that, and before y'all start saying shit in the comments, I wasn't drunk, okay? I was sober, right? <laughs> Like, that's supposed to make it any better. Well, no, because people were like, oh, you must have been drunk. So, um, he got it done, it was sick. You know, it's a little uh, samurai frog drinking sake. I mean, like I said, the line of work is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, um, yeah, I was, uh, like, even when, because he had a whole book of designs, he's like, you just pick whatever. I haven't done none of these on any of them. Anybody, so... It's like all stuff he's just like worked on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw that one and I saw another one. And I was going to get them both, but it was getting late and he had to drive back. And I was like, no, I'm not trying to hold you, bro. Yeah. But it was good stuff. It was good stuff. That's what's up. I mean, like, you know, for... Uh, How long did it take? Probably took longer. Because he's still like, you know, he's still getting into it, right? Yeah. So he likes to take his time. Mm-hmm. Probably took like two hours. Not bad, but... That's not bad. I mean, for the quality of line work, dude. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, little lines. And and especially if he's new with it, like, and he's able to produce a product like that. Yeah. Like, he's obviously been in the craft for a while. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's not perfect by any means, right? Of course. No, I don't think any tattoo is perfect. Mm -hmm. I I hate to say it, but, like, I know it's permanent on your body, but I think, like, if you're into getting tattoos, you're willing to accept a certain amount of, like, left and right, like, okay... Um, but it's not bad. Like, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And there's still things that he's working on. And, I mean, you, you can tell he's working on it, but he's really good, bro. Yeah. And I think, like, in another two, three years, he's going to be, like, a very, very, like, extremely high, talented tattoo artist. You know? So that's like what he's that. pursuing right now. Trying to, like, get his license and apprentice and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. hey, man. Shout out to the homie. I'm not gonna say your name because I ain't no snitch. But you said Kansas City, right? Uh, nah, nah. He's not. Well, yeah, he's a little bit outside of Kansas City. That's where he's okay. living now. Because I think the that area is kind of like in need of artists. Yeah, it's not a lot out there, from what I've heard from people. Yeah. Shout out to my barber who told me that. So nice. I think they do actually need people out there. That would be good if you can get a, a gig out there. Yeah. Or in the vicinity of. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of money to be made. Fuck yeah. yeah. Always people that need. Because, like, imagine him coming down here with the quality of artists. Like, I'm not going to take shots or pop shots at people, but 
the quality of art is different here in little old Waynesville than it is in like Springfield or yeah. St. Louis, you know. That's oh, why I had to go outside of city limits to get my whole yeah. arm done. Well, I mean, you just got bodies, bro. It's like they run that shit like a knee shot sometimes. You know? Facts, bro. Hey, pull a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I have heard of some good places around here, but I haven't really gotten into it. Um, I don't know, like, they're expensive, bro. And it's just not that I can't afford it, but I just don't want to. I guess waste my money. I have other things I'm prioritizing right now. Mm-hmm. But the homie did it for, like, a good price. So, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm helping you. You're helping me. Like, let's get it. You know? But uh, other than that, you also quit vaping. I quit vaping. I did substitute it, though. I'm not I'm not raw-dogging it. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's nothing no. wrong with that. So, I switched to the, the Zinachinos, bro. The, the Zins. And... Listen, what I'm about to say, I'm not a fucking doctor, alright? So, if you're listening, don't take my medical advice. And if you don't agree, go fuck yourself, bro, alright? I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience, You okay? already know the fucking vibes. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, so, I didn't want to... I don't know how to say this and not sound crazy, but I didn't want to not consume nicotine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done my research, and I've read, like, the medical journals... Not just, like, some fucking random articles on, like, Vice or some shit like that. Like, I've done the research. Mm-hmm. And uh, nicotine does have things that are bad for you. But it also has things that are good for you. So there's a lot of research that, like, you know, nicotine stimulates your mind, improves your um, cognitive functions, and even proof that, like, you're less likely to develop, like, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and shit like that. Hmm. Again, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not saying anybody should take my medical advice. Alright? But nicotine is just a... It's a substance like any other substance, right? And it grows naturally in tobacco. Yes. Um, now, like, there's added nicotine that, like, they put in cigarettes and stuff like that. And uh, this nicotine specifically is a salt nicotine i think or like rock nicotine or whatever Mm -hmm. they call it so it's not the same natural nicotine that grows in tobacco but nicotine as a substance i don't think it's that bad for you depending on your lifestyle yeah so you know like we work out a lot we run a lot so i feel like using nicotine you know as physical as we are the chances of like it causing blood clots or like some type, something like that are lower because we're physically active all the time. And every time I go to the doctor, bro, they say I'm healthy as a horse. Mm. So I don't fucking know. But uh, what I do like is, you know, like if I pop one in when I'm studying, before, I'm te- before I teach or before I like do a paper or some shit, I pop mm-hmm. one in. Bro, zoned in, locked in, bro. <laughs> Cancels out all the ADHD, bro. I'm just fucking laser beams. Look, as long as you're getting something out of it and it's not shortening your life, then who's really going to say anything about it? And for the people that got gripes, complaints, bitches, and concerns, um, they're probably alcoholics. Yeah. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I started using the Zins. Shout out to Zin. I really like them. Um, They're easy, you know, I pop one in. I don't like like dipping tobacco. Mm -hmm. I I tried it when I was younger. I just, I'm like the whole spitting the whole time. Yeah. I think it's kind of gross, honestly. 
and it really fucks up your gums. Yeah. That um, shit's a fucking turn off. I used to, um, I remember when I first started working and people would like leave fucking spit bottles oh in my, my God, office I and shit. Oh my God, that, bro. I was like, if I find one more fucking spit bottle, I'm chucking this bitch at the person who left it in my office. That's gross. It's just, it's nasty, bro. It really is. Um, But, you know, like, if you like it, you like it, whatever. Uh, So I don't like dipping, and I quit smoking cigarettes a long time ago. And then the vaping, I just felt like the vaping was really messing with my anxiety. Like, it was just fucking shooting me, bro. Like, it was way over the top well it had gotten really bad for me i can kind of relate to you on that because i would literally just be sitting on the couch or whatever watching anime like i do and pick that bitch up and just hit it for no reason and then it'd be like constant and next thing you know it was like glued to your hand yeah like then you i'm having to like fill the shit up all over again i'd fill it up like maybe five times within an hour like that's a bit much don't you think so and then like dude i remember times like I'd be like half like halfway to work and I forget that shit. And like I would have to turn around to go get it, bro. Yeah. And like I think that was the point where I was like, all right, maybe I need to fucking cut this out because um I don't know, bro. I think in like thirty years we're gonna find out that that shit is horrible for you. Oh, for sure. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, when I was doing it, I knew that. But you know, they're like, oh, it's the better alternative to smoking. I don't think there's a better alternative. I think, like, you know, if you're putting it in your lungs, it's probably not good. And don't get me wrong, I knew that and I was still doing it. But I found a better alternative to both of those. So I'm going with the Zen. I'm going with the Zen. Hey, bro, whatever floats your boat and keeps it wet, I'm happy for you that you were able to quit the vaping because that in itself is difficult, especially coming from, like, regular cigarettes yeah. to vaping to... Now you're doing this, which seems to be the better option than the other two. So, kudos to you. Yeah, I also really like the release because, like, I don't know if you remember, like, when you were vaping, mm-hmm. you take that like puff, and that shit would like fucking activate like all the fucking. Dude, it felt like you were on morphine for the first like Bruh, five seconds. You just I'm, like, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Like, this is my routine. I literally started and. Don't laugh at me when you hear this. I literally started keeping that bitch beside my bed. Oh, bro. So. <laughs> Yo, my wife my wife would be like, you need help, bro. I would wake up in the middle of the night. And like, that's all you hear. Go back to bed. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like, we're talking about, I'm ashamed of this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed of this, but. But, like, the release on this is smooth, bro. Like, at first, I didn't like it because I wasn't getting that, like, that, that head rush. Mm-hmm. I, that's what we call it, you know, that head rush. Uh, but then I realized, like, I was getting, like, a slower release throughout a little bit of time. Yeah. And uh, overall, bro, it's like, I'll pop, like, one of these. I'll maybe use, like, two a day, bro. I'll pop one in the morning, one in the afternoon. That's not bad, because I am. Like, and I, I haven't touched a vape or a cigarette. I haven't even wanted to. Uh, that's pretty impressive then yeah. especially considering you're not really having that thing in your hand and I think that was the biggest thing for me was having that something in my hand now I got like a little fidget cube and shit yeah. a little fidget spinner and shit for my ADHD but outside of that you know I'm Gucci hey man that's, that's impressive though bro <laughs> I tried like quitting vaping a few times and I wouldn't last like 24 hours before I was like fuck it bro I ain't quitting today <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, when we were in Korea, I tried 
there and the moment I tried the moment I realized I was smoking cigarettes and vaping at the same damn time yeah and not a vibe yeah been there done that so when I got here I was like one has to go for sure and it was the smoking which went like right away and was easy to transition strictly to vaping but after that I was like this vaping shit is going to be short lived too because I'm not going to do this like I had my dad who had stage four cancer. Um, he made it through it, but this man likes playing Russian roulette with his life. So by all means, if that's what he chooses to do, go for it. But I'm not. Um, so I decided that I just, I'm done, done. Yeah. yeah. No, I, shit, I, it's crazy. Cause like, uh, I mean, my parents never smoked and uh, I mean, my, my grandparents did and my all my uncles did, but it's like I didn't grow up in a household where like people smoke, mm-hmm. so I don't know where I picked up that. See, like and that. actually, that that's a good point to bring up because I grew up around fucking cigarettes. I swear, outside of my mom, everybody else in my fucking family smoked. Like, if I could have had a cigarette to my fucking face when I came out the womb, I probably would have. That's crazy. Um. So I've been around it all my life. It was the one thing that I said I wouldn't do until I turned 21. And then I ended up with one in my hand one day while drinking. And next thing you know, fucking 12 years of fucking fucking my lungs up, right? Yeah. Um, but how does one start smoking when they didn't really have that influence around them like that? Is it like being around peers, friends, stuff like that? I think it's the culture, bro. Mm-hmm. I think it's the culture. Not. I think you know what I mean by like the culture, like in like the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking, hey, let's go take a smoke break. You know, Fast. you out there working. You like, hey, man, let, let's have a cigarette, whatever. Um, I definitely think it's the culture, and same with dipping, bro. Same with you in the back, like. Hey. <laughs> And our job, you got a smoke break. You know, that's the guaranteed break. That's the guaranteed break, If you don't get fucking lunch, you know you go get a smoke break. So you might as well jump on board. Yeah, sometimes, like, you see motherfuckers hanging out at the smoke area just to to hang out, bro. As a matter of fact, we never actually mentioned what we do for a living. You think they figured it out already? I mean, they must have, bro. They had to have. They must have. If they ain't figured it out, I guess they just won't figure it out because yeah. it's really easy to read between the lines. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, like, you know. And it's like, you know, if you don't smoke, then... You're fucking... You don't get a break. <laughs> you're just... Wherever you're at, sorry. So you better develop a habit real quick. But uh, yeah, man. Other than that, though, been chilling, been chilling. I'm uh, I'm gonna head to Florida for a week. Yeah. Uh, I leave uh, next week. Next week. Okay, so you're gonna be there for the Fourth of July. July. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna be there Fourth of July. I actually come back on the fifth. Okay. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm not going anywhere for the for the Fourth of July weekend because I think the fourth is during the week, right? Yes, yeah, it's a Tuesday. Okay, yeah. But I'm actually going the 7th through the 11th to meet up with the GF in Ohio for a weekend. Nice, nice. So, last time we went, because it's like the halfway point, her from Maryland and me from here, we might venture out to some of the other cities in Ohio and see what they have to offer. It seems like there's a lot more in, like, 
a town called Mason or Cleveland is like maybe an hour or so away, Cincinnati. Yeah. So kind of see what we can get into over the four days. And yeah, never been to Ohio, so I... it's not bad. It it's more city than this area. But it's very much a Midwestern state, so you get that kind of small town, home vibe feeling, but you have that mix of city in there. So it's just enough city where it doesn't feel like being a bumfuck Missouri. Mm. Okay. I kind of um, like bumfuck Missouri. In my I mean, it's not bad. Like, honestly, it really isn't bad here. I think this place gets shit on a lot, but... I've grown accustomed to it just yeah. because I'm not big on the city life, but I'm not like I don't need to be in the city as long as I'm close enough to shit that yeah. if I need something I can get it like to yeah. a grocery store. It's not about the city for me. It's just about like you know basic necessities of life. Yeah. You know I don't really care for malls or anything like that. Exactly. But just like yo, know, is there a grocery store? You know. Is there things to do on the weekend? Like, mm-hmm. is it are they like things that I could make day trips of? You know, I don't want to feel like I have to drive and stay a whole weekend mm-hmm. just to do like one activity. And like here, I feel like you know we can head to Springfield, boom, come back same day. And I think also the good thing about that is when you go outside of city limits, the likelihood of you seeing somebody that you really don't want to see are like slim to none. Slim to none. When in most places in our profession like you're likely to see somebody at the fucking corner store or the gas station yeah yeah but yeah but yeah that's that's pretty much been it for me though fucking chilling chilling what's up um how's the little man doing dude he's walking cut the fucking cast have I been gone that long I mean Babies develop fast. I, I think, mean, but, but goddamn. Yeah, I mean, I am growing gray hair, so Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. Little man's giving me more gray hair, so. Oh, I need to see this. Yeah, yeah. They're gone for the weekend. Um, but yeah, he's, he's walking, bro. awesome, Crazy. Dude. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Yeah, me and the wife are really excited. You know, we're going to Florida mainly for his birthday. So okay. he's turning one. So we're going to head to Florida for that, but. Yeah, I. Crazy girl, like fucking weeds. Yeah, it's like, yo, I swear, like overnight, bro, this dude went from being a baby to like a grown ass little man, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened, bro. Bro, I can't wait to see an older version of him. I wonder, is he gonna be talking as much shit as you do on a regular basis? That's gonna be hilarious. I mean, you know, Apple don't fall far from the tree. Yeah. Fucking, but. It's gonna be. Real great to see. You're gonna have to send me. So I told you, um, I'm going to Germany. Yeah. Here soon. You excited? Um, I am excited because it's fucking Germany. Why wouldn't I be? But at the same time, I'm indifferent about it. Um, it's weird because I just started this new relationship. I'm leaving this person behind. I'm not really worried about like anything happening like crazy, but it is like weird. Um, And fuck, it's weird that I feel this way because I think before I met 
future baby mama. Um, future baby mama. I had said that I would not be in another relationship after yeah. my ex. I was dead set on not having, and now I feel totally different about that. So that part's weird. Outside of that, I'm super excited to see most of Europe, explore, travel. Um, you got your passport? I'm working on that. Um, I'll be doing that. Apparently, you got to do it at the courthouse here because anything on where we work um, has the it's official business only. Oh, really? Yeah, so you have to do it at the courthouse here. So I'll be going up there because I got to get this divorce decree. And um, yeah, get that squared away, and hopefully, I can see all of motherfucking Europe. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, definitely take advantage. The one thing I regret is when I went to Korea, I didn't have my unofficial passport, like my traveling passport. Yeah. So I didn't really go anywhere. I mean, like, I was in Korea. I saw a lot of, like, I, I saw a lot of Korea. Mm-hmm. I had a blast, but I didn't really get to, like, you know, I should have traveled. I should have went to the Philippines. I should have went to Thailand. Like, I, we should have took advantage, but I was slacking. You and me both, um, that is one of the regrets that I have her job allows us to travel a lot yeah and it's really imperative that you take every opportunity to visit the sites around you so like at the start of the year I think it was our new year show we talked about our resolutions right and I mentioned that traveling was going to be my fucking thing this year and for all intents and purposes I've been doing a lot of that a lot more of that than initial plan now I mean we're in the state with St. Louis or whatever. But I actually went down there one weekend. Um, it was Maria's birthday weekend, so she came down. And I went down there, explored a little bit, which was weird because I've been here for two years and hadn't seen it. Um, in Ohio, I went to Washington and Yakima, kind of hung out there a little bit. Uh, South Carolina this year. And then whatever else happens after that. Nice. So. Yeah, you've been moving, bro. You've been moving. All over the fucking place. Some of it work-related, some of it personal. But nevertheless, I try to take every opportunity to get to follow my plan for myself. Um, Trying to get back on track with school and everything. Because work has been pushing all of that to the left a little bit but it is what it is you working on your bachelor's right now or mm-hmm. almost done yeah i have about i want to say around about 18 credits or so that i need okay um and then as soon as i'm done with that i'll jump right into my master's in psychology nice nice getting after it yeah I'm trying to get this done before your boy retire so what would you want to do with that master's in psychology? Be a, th- a therapist, honestly. Really? Um, being, being a supervisor and having so many like personal issues throughout the course of my career thus far has pushed me more in the direction of wanting to help people more yeah. so than ever because a lot of times we don't get the support that we need internally, especially. So... I definitely want to be a an option 
not the option, but an option yeah. to be able to help people out, especially those who are afraid to. And you know me, I'm a realist, so I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat shit, but I'm not going to be so harsh that it's going to make somebody want to do something they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Well, what type of, like, what type of therapist would you want to be? Like, any specific... Like any specific type of people, like kids, older adults? Like. Um, honestly, I prefer adults only because I deal with adults mostly. I deal with adults who have the mindset of a child in a lot of cases or a lot of instances. So, like, I could deal with children. I could probably learn to incorporate children into whatever practice I decide to go but I would like to initially start out with adults because I feel like I'm an adult it'd be easier to engage them yeah yeah so obviously like you know when you're a therapist I wouldn't be able to go to you because of our pre-existing relationship but uh, <laughs> I've never been to any uh therapy or like a therapist mm-hmm. um but I feel like I would need like if I was going to talk to somebody I would need somebody like uh, on some like David Goggins shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I can go to therapy and they'd be like, oh, you know, I understand your problem. No, I need them to be like, stop being a little bitch, like get after it. <laughs> Who's gonna carry the boats, <laughs> you know? So That's the type of therapy I need to know. Here's the thing, in a perfect world, I think that would be completely possible, but in this fucking fabricated, weird culture that we have right now, um, I feel like that would create a lot of issues for someone, not even necessarily the client, but for someone out oh, there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> um, because there's always judgment about shit that people don't understand. But the reality is you want to help someone, right? Yeah. And you want to help someone to be better. But sometimes you have to help them acknowledge their truths. Yes, bro. And their truths aren't always easy to process. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, I, I guess I would say I'm not good for like helping people in that sense mm-hmm. not because like I don't like genuinely I, I want to help everybody I encounter but I'm and I'm not trying to shit on nobody but when somebody comes to me with problems I tend to think like you got all these problems like have you looked at yourself and maybe try to are you the problem that's causing all these problems like mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to shit on nobody but I feel like that's the best way to help is like identify the problem. And if you're the problem, like, then you need to look at yourself and be like, okay. And I feel like we had this conversation before, but... Something like that. Yeah. But look, I, I'm i not even going to say that you're wrong, because I don't know. But I would agree with you. I think that, again, with the culture that we have, you just have to be creative with that approach. How you yeah. decide to convey that information without making them feel, like, less than what they should feel like and then on top of that you want to say it in such a way that it makes them think that they came up with the idea because at the end of the day when you go to therapy yeah you have somebody who's essentially your mediator right yeah but in order to fix your problems you have to address those problems yeah so the therapist can't be the one to give you the answers if you're hoping to fix yourself because it's about the individual and not the person that's helping you okay so, question, because you know, I'm a certified tinfoil hack. <laughs> and I know you're not a therapist yet, right? But you're, you're going into this field, so just some food for thought. 
do you think therapists really want to fix you or do you think they want to just get you by so you keep coming back and you keep paying them well to be perfectly honest with you i think there's a little bit of both in the field and i say that not just because my girlfriend is a therapist um i say that because having had therapists myself i've had people who have legitimately want to help me and i've had people that are legitimately there to collect a paycheck i've walked out on the people legitimately there to collect a paycheck and i've stayed with the people that legitimately want me to help my therapist jamie that i had um she actually helped me to come to terms with a lot of things within the past year or so which has allowed me to get to a, a much better more positive outlook on life did i have to face my reality and some of the things that i did wrong yeah and she told me in just that way that i understand but it's not abrasive or in an attacking manner um and now i'm here so yeah i think you'll find both in terms of like paycheck versus real help okay Alright, so since we're talking about therapy, mm-hmm. I keep uh, getting ideas. But uh, since we're talking about therapy, have you seen The Sopranos yet, bro? I still haven't watched you it, dude. You gotta watch it, bro. You gotta watch it. That show was so ahead of its time, but it's on HBO, and I know you have HBO, and I have somebody's HBO. <laughs> but, you know, I ain't saying no names because we ain't snitching on the podcast. You know, actually, the last time I said that, I think I said it about, like, uh, YouTube TV or something. Mm-hmm. Bro, three days later, YouTube TV, I logged in. They were like, oh, it looks like you're not on the same home Wi-Fi as the account holder. And they shut my shit off, bro. I think YouTube TV was listening to our podcast. Are you fucking serious, dude? I swear, I don't have YouTube TV no more. And I'm a cheap bastard, so I refuse to pay for it myself. Well, honestly, like, YouTube TV is pretty expensive is. compared I to mean, the I'm other services. It's legit. It offers a lot. I mean, a it's essentially lot. cable, right? Pretty much. Except you could, like, download everything. You know, you could, like, bookmark shit to where it, like, automatically saves it and downloads mm-hmm. it. And it's unlimited storage. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cloud system. So it's just, like, unlimited. Oh, so you're basically using a Google Cloud since YouTube is owned by Google, right? I don't know all the in-depths, but something like that, sure. But, but anyways. Fuck YouTube TV. But, <laughs> um... HBO Max, or HBO, show, whatever, HBO streaming service, right? Uh-huh. The Sopranos. I know you got HBO. Alright, bro, that show is so ahead of its time. Okay, look, this is what I will do. I will make a promise by the time we record again, I will have at least watched one or two episodes. I'll try to watch the entire season, but they're pretty long, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I can't even remember how many episodes it is per season. Okay. It's a very, like, slowly developing show. And it's, like, really entertaining. But it's so ahead of its time, bro. Because it's about, like, a mob boss, right? Who is going to therapy. And he's keeping it on, like, low, low. Because, like, he doesn't, like, you know. One, it's filmed in, like, the 2000s, yeah, 90s. So this shit was, like, mental health is still stigmatized. Yeah, like, very taboo, you know. Mm-hmm. And two, he's a mobster, so it's not like, you know, his mob buddies can't find out he's going to fucking therapy. Because, you know, he's in a fucking mafia, bro. They're going to think he's weak. 
they're gonna try and knock him off and then or they're gonna think like oh he he might be dry snitching that therapy type shit yeah so like the whole show it's about him going to therapy but like nobody finding out that he's going to therapy jesus christ yeah so like at at first like in the beginning of the show it's like it's kind of like he's forced to go to therapy Uh but then and if you're like a super sopranos fan don't shit on me because i'm just like kind of summing up what i remember but uh then he uh and he, I think he starts to like it. But he won't, like, say he likes it because he'll just, like, like, fuck this therapy shit, walk out on the therapist. But yeah. then he always comes back, so... Yeah. He obviously understands that, like, the therapy is helping him in some capacity. True. Yeah. I mean, I think... Funny that you brought that up. I think that's how it is because the initial introduction is, like, a warm and fuzzy, like... This is how we're going to do this. This is the intro. I'm going to introduce myself. They're going to introduce themselves. How long they've been doing it. Give you the ins and outs of what they can and cannot do. And go from there. And you have to go into it knowing that you have to be completely honest with yourself about who the fuck you are as a person, right? And then from there, you learn if you like this shit or you don't like this shit. You're going to know within the first three sessions I'll say the rule of thumb is three by session three if you don't like it fucking leave yeah but by two you start to fucking open the can of worms a little bit and you start to deep dive into who the fuck you are like I did this um I don't really know what to call it or it's called shadow works I was doing that for a little while and it's basically like this concept of getting in touch with your inner child if you want to like really deep dive into some past trauma (laughs) yeah it's like you it's not like talking to a demon but it feels so close to talking to a demon because you're literally going into your past to revisit yourself yeah in a younger form that sounds awesome not for me bro yeah that sounds like some insidious shit, bro. But that's like one of the things that because I used to like, um, I would find YouTube videos for it, and my therapist didn't do this with me, but she did mention it like once or twice. Um, I looked at YouTube videos, and it kind of walks you through like the meditation, and then you just kind of go through whatever it tells you to until you fucking crash. Right. Your mind is constantly like roaming at the, in the night so you're still processing everything as you're sleeping it's okay. it's cool <laughs> no bro i don't i don't want to open that can of worms i sealed that can myself as a matter of fact i counted the worms before i put them in the can oh I jesus it. fucking christ bro <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to open that bad boy i know exactly what's in there honestly it's not for everyone um, but yeah. uh that reminded me bro I was watching this fucking movie and like it, I think it was based on true events. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be talking on my ass right now, but it was about a fucking therapist who's like helping people, and then um, like he's like implanting like triggers in their brain, and like, cause like he's like implanting these like triggers in their brain the whole time. Mm. He keeps seeing them and he like implants these triggers in their brain, keeps going until like he just pretty much has them kill themselves. Yeah. What in the actual fuck? Yeah, and I think it was based on, like, true events, bro. Oh, I'm gonna have to look for that one. Yeah, like, he would, like, fucking snap or say a word. He was, like, fucking uh, hypnotizing them. 
but like uh, he would put the triggers in the brain and then he would do the trigger it uh-huh. could be like a phrase or like emotion or like they could hear something and then like they would go into a trance bro Jesus Christ yeah that sounds like some some dark psychology type shit so um recently I purchased a book online about dark psychology and dark psychology is like one of those unspoken things it's like black magic right um everybody knows about it but it's not really an official curricula everybody knows about it but nobody knows about it yes you know what i mean like so um when you buy like the books online there's still going to be like grammatical errors and shit it's almost like the author like wrote that shit at home and fucking just mass produced it out of their own fucking whims and there's no like official publishing or whatever so when i'm reading through the book like it's a lot of information but what throws me off is seeing all the grammatical errors because the way my fucking brain processes shit my adhd doesn't like it yeah maybe they're not grammatical errors bro maybe it's dark psychology and he's like working through the book oh well maybe but like it's some weird shit and manipulation so what are your thoughts on manipulation versus persuasion like if you heard the two together how would you differentiate them I think I'm in I'm kind of in between I'm in between they're the same thing mm-hmm. but I'm also like feeling like they're similar but different in the sense that manipulation is forcing somebody to do something they don't want and persuasion is convincing to do some someone to do something that you want them to do. Like convincing them that that's what they want to do. You're close. The The biggest difference is the intent. Manipulation, you just automatically know that it's a negative intent behind yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas persuasion, you need someone to do something, but it's not force. So like, as a leader, right? You convince someone, your subordinate, to do something because it's beneficial for the mass versus doing something because you don't want to do it. Hmm. So that's something that I learned from the book. Um, There's a bunch of other things like um, why we feel like we need to pay a favor with a favor. Why can't we just accept someone doing something nice for us? Why do we feel like we have to act off of reciprocity? Yeah. You ever seen... There's an episode of, on, like, uh, on the above, The Office. Mm-hmm. Where... Uh, uh, fucking show. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but, like, uh, Dwight and Andy, they kept, like, doing shit for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, just ridiculous shit. Like, yeah. oh, let me polish your shoes, buddy. And then he'd be like... Like, oh, thanks for polishing my shoes. Let me uh, make you a sandwich. And, like, they kept going, like, fucking back and forth until it got, like, out of hand. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that. And we kind of conduct business like that on an everyday basis. Yeah. But it's always, like, why? Like, if you fucking go to the grocery store, right, and you see somebody outside and they're trying to sell a product for some charity... You don't know what the charity is. You've never seen them before that day. 
do you feel like it's manipulation or do you feel like it's persuasion? I don't know. What's the first thought that you have in your mind when you see something like that? I usually ignore them. (laughs) (laughs) So then that says that you feel like it's manipulation, right? I guess so. You know, uh, I guess it it would depend. But I feel like, I I feel like it's neither. I feel like it's just advertisement. Mm -hmm. Until they address, like the fucking Girl Scouts, bro. That's manipulation, okay? Because them little girls would come up to you, these like little like adorable fucking girls in their full on uh, Girl Scout outfit with all their badges, and they'll be like, "Do you want to buy some cookies?" Mm-hmm. That's fucking manipulation because I can't and say no. And they already no, bro. know that you can't say no. They know I can't say no, bro. I have to be lying. I go, "Oh, I don't got no cash on me." They got fucking Square now, bro. They got the Square app. They're like, "Oh, we take card too." Like, fuck. Exactly. You know what I mean? Then I leave with like. 10 boxes of fucking Thin Mints and a fucking $100 down. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Now the cookies are good. They really are. But that, the, them Girl Scouts, bro. Fucking Tagalongs or fucking cookies are amazing. Yeah. Um, I like the Samoas. Oh, those are my those favorites. Fire, bro. And that's why I don't buy them because I will eat the entire box and stay at the gym for three hours. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, you brought up a good point when you said the advertisement because that's actually one of the things, going back to my current degree plan with sociology, that was one of the things that I kind of inadvertently researched one time. Marketing just kind of plays off of the wants of the audience. They pick a target audience. They basically sell them a dream using manipulation and they also incorporate persuasive tactics to manipulate their target audience. Yeah. I read about that before, like, the they use certain colors and shit. Mm-hmm. And certain colors, there's a um, psychology of colors. Um, certain colors kind of set a mood or a tone for you. Like, um, I saw this one Apple advertisement that just centrally focuses on a baby. Okay. Uh, African baby, all you hear is the narrator and the baby kind of laying on the bed and it's talking about um global not global warming but the act of being carbon neutral to kind of preserve the world for the youth of tomorrow that's the whole premise of the video but they use like all of these soft colors like whites and really light blues to draw the audience in and then they use this baby because who doesn't love a baby? I think I saw that before. And it's like, these motherfuckers been using these sort of tactics for years and this is how they sell their products to us because they know exactly what we want to see. Yeah, or like a good one is, uh, you remember the the dog one? The the shelter one, like, Mm -hmm. come on TV with the violins playing and it's like sad as fuck. And they'll be like, for a dollar a day, you can donate to, like, save a friend or some shit like that. Yeah. Bro, I know people who will, like, throw out the Swisted channel when that shit comes on because they're about to start crying. Bro, like, I remember being a kid seeing those commercials come on first thing in the morning. I don't even know any fucking person who should be up that fucking late. There's motherfucking infomercials running at, like, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. For a dollar a day, you can feed a child. And they show you the baby with a fucking fly on their cheek. I'm like, Jesus fucking Like, that's fucked up. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know where, like, I really never, I was, I guess, too young to look into that, um, or those companies, but I wonder if any of that money ever actually went to helping anybody. And that's the tricky part, because it often leaves you wondering, like, while the act seems pure, right off of, like, our initial observations, you still have that wonder, that thought, like, is this really going to support those people in need is this we kind of touched on this when we were talking about the people standing on the corner the homeless and the people who weren't employed and shit a couple episodes back like are these people really gonna do with this as they say they're gonna do because at the end of the day if you're busting your ass every day and you're working hard you don't mind helping right because that's humanity that's human nature but you don't want your fucking hard work to go wasted when they can do what you're doing Mm. right yeah yeah so now we've become like more selfish in a way because we don't know what to think about people people have malicious intent all the time i don't know have you ever seen this episode of this one tv show i can't remember what it was but this girl went out there. She did the same thing. She stood in a corner. She had a sign and everything. Oh, dressed man. up like an old lady. Fucking convinced everybody. People were dropping ones, fucking 20s in a fucking bucket. Easy money, right? Then, by the end of the day, job over. She finna clock out. This bitch jumps in a motherfucking Beamer or fucking Mercedes and drives the fuck off. Like, are you fucking shitting me? That's crazy, bro. Like, bro, are you fucking shitting me right now? Because yeah, I've seen the like clips where they expose people and they'll like follow them home and then yeah. they're like, hey, what are you doing? That's crazy, bro. And it makes you question everything you thought you knew about humanity. Yeah, we know not everybody is like that. Not everybody who's standing out there. Like, people undergo or experience hard times and sometimes they just need a little assistance, but. When you see shit like that, it makes you question everything that you thought you knew. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I already knew. Not that I knew, but like, I feel like that I already know that humans, we're vile creatures, bro. Mm. And we'll do anything we have to to survive. Yeah. But clearly that individual didn't need to survive that fucking much driving off and what you drove oh, off yeah, and like, yeah. the fuck, bro? You fucking dumb. You just yeah. made it hard for everybody else who's struggling. I I guess I live my life trying to hope that humanity is a little bit better than I give them credit for. But well, every day I'm like... I was having this conversation with somebody and like, I hope nobody takes it the wrong way. But again, I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Um... Yo, know, I truthfully believe that humans are parasit, are parasitic, like we're parasites on Earth, bro. And hear me out. I'm not saying like the first humans, but we've come to a point in evolution in society where like we're so advanced that we do nothing for the Earth. Mm-hmm. To a point where like. I'm not saying everybody, because there's still, like, a lot of cultures who, like, you know, live off the land, or even, not even cultures, but, like, there's still a lot of people who live in the country, and they, they're more about, like, growing and raising their food and returning it to the earth Mm -hmm. in different types of ways. But, like, bro, when, for example, right, every animal contributes back 
Mm-hmm. Either by like, you know, when they eat, they shit out in the woods, right? When they die, they rot into the earth. Mm-hmm. Humans don't do anything, bro. When we shit, we shit into a toilet, and it gets flushed down a sewer, and the water gets recycled, and sometimes they just dump it into the ocean, bro. When we die, we're so fucking selfish that we don't even want to be put in the earth, bro. We want a layer of protection around us, bro. We get put into, like, a nice box. And then, to and, then put, and then get put into the soil. Yeah. Occupying space for no reason. Yeah. Only to just eventually turn to dust anyways. Yeah. And this may not be popular opinion, to be honest. I don't really give a fuck. But if you really think about it, on a much broader scale, human beings, from the moment we are conceived, are parasitic. Look at what they do to the mother the moment they start to form in the womb. They literally feed off of them until yeah. they can fucking break light. Yeah. Well, the argument on that is like every mammal does that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not exclusive to humans, but no, I see what you're saying. Like, I just, I mean, I don't know, bro. So like, that's my view on it, you know, like, we are we don't really do and even now dude like it's hot as a motherfucker outside and people still say to this day people still have the audacity to say there is no global warming well the fucking surface is hotter this year than it was last year so please tell me whether you believe in the overall concept or not we can't argue the fact that the temperature is changing the earth's average surface temp is changing because you can walk outside and physically feel that yeah, I just, I don't think the solutions that they're, like, bringing, like, you know, oh, everybody has to get an electric car. No, that's just for fucking more gain. Yeah, that's just, like... Because I think we touched on this briefly, too. Um, well, you mentioned it, how they were developing the fucking batteries from the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like, the process... To, to keep it brisk, the process of development of a single battery does equal it, amount damage as fucking the more, average use of... Yeah, more damage than, like, the average use of cars. As a matter of fact, if we went fully electric today, fully electric, mm-hmm. the carbon emissions, the percentage of carbon emission would be zero to none. A number so small that it's almost not quantifiable. Mm-hmm. That would be the change. What's really carbon emissions is like the factories, you know. And the United States isn't even that bad about it, bro. There's countries in Europe and China that are like... China is the worst. And I mean, if you crazy, don't bro. believe that fucking China is bad, go to fucking Korea. Because 90% of the pollution that they face is coming from China. Yeah, but again, it's not the cars, bro. Mm-mm. It's the factories that are just blowing carbon. It's the mass production. The fucking waste in the ozone firsthand. It's light pollution. If you've never heard of light pollution, yeah. look that one up. Because all those fucking street lights and shit producing equals amounts of pollution across the world. All right, so thanks for joining us since we got back at it. Um, yeah, we're gonna try to keep it coming. Um, 
I know things have been a little hectic, but you know, it felt great to jump back into this and I intend to keep it going as long as possible. Just bear with us a little bit. Yeah, man, we're just trying to get back in the groove. You know, we started off, we started getting the hang of it, and then life just hit us. So mm -hmm. uh, just trying to warm up and get back into it. But thanks for joining us today. And we will see you next week. Deuces.